The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children. Anyone who recently attended a political rally in a Florida retirement community, or my mother, mom, I love you, happy Mother's Day. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry Prone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. We have a guest with us this week, a person of many talents, writer, publisher, motivational speaker, and soon to be a perfumier. We have Howell with us. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I am well. We, so, we survive. That's all we ask for. From this <laughs> we are we are doing reasonably well. So I wanted to have you on the show because I follow you on Twitter uh, in, in several different forms on, on the Twitters. <laughs> and I saw your announcement of your Kickstarter. And a, I want to show that out to more people because I, I want these things to be successful. It piqued my interest. So we have concerns. And so it's like concerns, oh, tell- questions, curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So so why don't you uh, why don't you tell us a bit about tell, tell um, us about yourself and also tell us about the project. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my name is Howell. I'm a gay, genderqueer person living in Lansing. And uh, I'm also a furry and a very much a kink enthusiast. Uh, I live with my husband here in the west side of Lansing. Uh, I've known both of you two through the chorus. That's always fun. Yeah, I like writing. I like editing. love publishing. love all those fun things. And uh, recently, I, I decided to start uh, my project business Kickstarter Huff. And that largely came out of me seeing a hole in the market. In the furry fandom, it's not hard to find furry-themed perfumes. However, they typically pissed me off because they'd be like, oh, you can get this strawberry wolf or this cinnamon fox. And it's like it has a character on the label, and then it's just cinnamon or strawberry-scented spray. (laughs) And that's all it was. So I was like, there's nothing actually furry about this whatsoever and i was thinking there are a lot of furries into musk play and a lot of pet players who are into musk play so why don't i capitalize on that and start the first uh musk play perfume business and the kickstarter was backed in fewer than 24 hours and i'm currently having the goal of reaching a thousand percent backing before it ends we still have 22 23 days so i'm hopeful Yep, I noticed that it ends on, well, technically end of May, because yep. it's June 1st, but it's in the wee hours that, you know, no, right. no decent folk are up, which means that, you know, we'll, you'll probably be up watching it at right. the bitter end. But it's like, oh, God, I looked it up, it's like, 4 a.m., God, no. I, don't, <laughs> I, I rarely see that, and never from the, the morning side. But, right. So, yeah, you have all of May to back this, so cool. I saw it was funded, so that's nice. Yeah. Right. So it's less 
backing a Kickstarter project and more of pre-ordering these scents. So talk about the scents that you've decided to uh, start with. Yeah, so our season one scents, uh, we have technically four of them. The first is werewolf balls, because who doesn't want werewolf balls in their face? And that's a fun one because you get some hints of wet dog in there. Uh, You get some ball musk aromas in there uh, and a little bit of woodsy notes as well. So that's a a fun time. The next one is sloppy foxy. Uh, So you get this kind of uh, cum scent in there, which is really nice. You definitely get some more floral notes because foxes have a, especially vixens, have this gland in them that produces a violet aroma. So I'm going to try to get some violets in there as well. So that's probably the milder musk of the three main ones, uh, but it's it'll be a good time. And the third one is uh, boar pits. And a boar is the main mascot of Huff. So that, that'd be a fun deodorant uh, for sure. Or, <laughs> or odorant, if you prefer the term. And uh, it's going to be a fun one because it's going to have a meatier taste to it to make people think of boar. Um and a lot stronger musk because it has to smell like armpits. So that'll be nice. Uh, and the final one, which is the two highest tiers on the Kickstarter, is a YCH, or your character here. Uh, so you can basically commission us to uh, make a fragrance based on your personal character, whether it's a furry character, a pet play character, or even a Rule 34. There's even someone who's already requested a Bowser perfume. So that's going to have some meaty notes, some sulfur notes to call to his volcano kingdom, uh, as well as typical musk. Thinking maybe uh, the the Bowser one would end up smelling like spicy turtle soup. (laughs) I thought about that, but I think the challenge is that most people can't identify the smell of turtle meat. That's kind of the challenge there. Uh, Yeah, it's not as popular and really hasn't been a a go-to food Sure, I want to say since World War II. You know. Exactly. <laughs> so I think my first question that occurred to me, well, first of all, are there non-furry-based scent play perfumes or scents out there? I know, you know, people, I've, I've seen uh, leather-scented candles or things mm-hmm. like that. But I, I've seen leather, but, you know, actual organic body odors for to apply. Um, it, I I'm trying to think if I've seen any of those before, you know, even non-furry labeled. Occasional fragrance places will produce a novelty or joke product that's supposed to smell like someone's vagina or something like that. <laughs> I think there, I think the most famous one is like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina as a candle, I think. Um, so you get occasional like one-offs like that from companies. Uh, but I don't actually think, to my knowledge, uh, that there is a musk play... Uh, even non-furry, non-bet play uh, company. I guess the second question then is, so the scents, where are you, I guess, sourcing out the the base scents? Because I've played with, you know, making beard oil and things for myself. But, you mm. know, I bought essential oils. So I have, you know, the lavender and the bergamot, the, you mm. know, the different distilled uh, scents already that I just then go do all mad science with and just mix up something which uh, straight boys quite liked. And it's like, oh, yes, bury, bury your face in my beard, boy. I like that. <laughs> I've succeeded. These scents, it's like they tend to be body scents. Uh, how do you source it out? First of all, I'm not doing as complex a process as you might think. It's probably going to be a lot of what you were doing, honestly, but just um, 
going to be a lot more hours of trial and error, probably. It's going to be a lot of uh, essential oils, a lot of coconut uh, fractionated oil, um, and a lot of just hours spent on R&D. A lot of perfumology goes into tricking the brain. A lot of it does. So a big thing is that if a person is looking for a scent, they will find it. So a big part of it is going to be in the branding of the specific perfumes. And a lot of it's going to be tricking. For example, a lot of people, if you give them patchouli oil, but don't tell them it's patchouli oil and say, this is a wet dog and hold it up to their nose, they will say, oh, it totally is. Even if they smelled patchouli before, because you're telling them you should be smelling wet dog, they will definitely know that's wet dog. A lot of it goes into tricking the brain because uh, semen, armpit musk, ball musk, those have similar counterparts. There are scents that you can be tricked into believing that's what you're smelling. I just pictured like, you know, when you said wet dog, I just pictured your poor, poor, wonderful dog drenched, <laughs> you know, in a wading pool. And you're just like gathering the water from this, you know, right. this, this long suffering, you know, mm-hmm. pet. It's like, ah, okay. But they, yay. Okay. So I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I was picturing it's like, how are they gonna, okay. Armpits. And then, then I'm picturing your husband basically with sponges strapped under his <laughs> arms to, to just like be part of the mill for this. And it's like, Oh, that's interesting. But no, it's more about not necessarily the actual smell because I'm also wondering, it's like, well, how will those, yeah, it, it's too variable, but actually right. just basically figuring out, yeah, substitutes that exactly give more of the hint of that. And okay, cool. And then all you need for the cum scent is just a bit of Clorox, and and you're good exactly. to go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm reminded of a QI episode how they talked about again tricking the brain with scent that specifically Parmesan cheese or you know good cheese can smell like bad feet depending Mm -hmm. on what the context is. I'm also recalling there's a company out there that you might be familiar with called Demeter Fragrances, Mm -hmm. and they make a hyper-specific scents, like green tomato, mold, vinyl. (laughs) Yep, I've seen that. The perfumer, I think it was, I don't know if they're still around, I think it was called Black Alchemy was a company that made uh, scents that were more based on uh, properties. Like they had a whole mm-hmm. line for Neil Gaiman stories and books and things like that and characters. And it was like, oh, and, you know, I mean, but they were just roughly, you know, it's like, okay, this is what I think of when I think of Neverwhere. You know, it wasn't actual right. subway smells or that. It was just like, ooh, right. we, you know, th- this is exotic. And it's like, okay. I cool. want to smell like delirium. <laughs> that, exactly. Well, basically, I think that's just you know, poppers with LSD. <laughs> yeah. Right. I had a little bit of a fun moment uh, when Huff got started. Uh, I was talking to a sex toy company that's looking at possibly stocking our scents pretty regularly, um, possibly uh, outsourcing them from us and everything. And there was some talk about another perfumologist. Like when I first told the uh, person, uh, there was talk about maybe I'd have competition with this other perfumologist that they were already looking at first, but they ended up going with us instead. Uh, But out of curiosity, I checked out that other perfumologist, got a sample pack. Uh, They had some light, sexy perfumes, like one was called Horny Little Devil. But when I got a sample pack, first of all, they fucked up the order. (laughs) Uh, they Oops. got 
they allow you to pick the perfumes for the sample pack and they only gave me two of the ones I picked. So not even happened there. But anyway, they all were just like super chemically, they were super alcoholy, and they all smelled like old lady. Um, not exactly putting you in the mood, uh, unless you're in the mood for a headache. It kind of reminds, it, it gave me some confidence though, because I'm realizing that Huff is all about erotic fragrances. They're meant to be used during sexual play. And what a sophisticated perfume is, is everything that Huff shouldn't try to be. <laughs> uh, you don't want to be rimming your partner and just smell alcohol. It's not something that needs to last 24 hours. It uh, doesn't have to be a super sophisticated smell even. It needs to feel good on the skin. So I realized that I'm going about it the right way. Instead of going alcohol-based, I'm going oil-based, uh, which also means it is easier for international shipping. So... Hmm. Lots of perks to the way I'm doing it. So I guess that's another question I have because it is the Kickstarter is tough, H-U-F-F. So anyone who wants to search for it, that's what you search for. When you go there, you see the, I believe it's the art that you have of the mascots or the the the, the scents, the, the uh, scent images. Yeah, so you already have art. <laughs> yep, yeah, we, uh, we do have an artist in-house. His name is Yagi. Okay. Uh, he's a California-based uh, furry artist, uh, and he is doing all the art for the labels, and he uh, is even doing custom art for the Your Character Hears as well. Okay. Um, so that's fun. He's been super great to work with. He, it's been a great time. Um, so I'm super excited to see what he does with all the Your Character Hears, and we've already got some uh, ideas in mind for season two coming out later this year. Cool. The other question that... I see the art cool it is very furry focused, but you know, I know, I know a lot of fursuiters and you know, the, the idea is like, Oh, they just dress up like animals to fuck. And it's like a lot of fursuiters I know are like, no, no, nothing, nothing like bodily fluids or anything is going to come near that suit. That suit right. costs me thousands of dollars and it needs to be kept in better condition than, you know, the, the wedding dress that, you know, gets sealed away. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's other, you know, some wonderful, you know, kinky fucks who are like, oh, no, we, we've, we've, we've tricked this suit out that it, it's for fucking. So is that maybe more who like, you know, I'm because I'm wondering if they're oil based. Yeah. Is it because most fur suits are made out of synthetic fur and mm -hmm. are tricky to clean when you get right down to it? Um, you know, how, you know, how, how fursuit safe are these products? So they are. I'll give you the answer that most suiters will give you when it comes to oil-based lube, uh, which is just, it's fine. Just make sure you wash it out afterward. Furry is a lot of butt statements, uh, pun intended. That's a lot of like you say, well, furry isn't all about sex, but, but a lot of furries are into sex. But a lot of furries have fursuits, but not a lot do. But a lot of those that do have them don't use it for sex but some of them do. <laughs> so it's just this constant <laughs> contradiction, uh, which is fine. Um, but it's like, uh, we're getting to a point where a lot of furries get too defensive about sex, saying we're not really a sexual fandom to where it almost becomes sex or kink negative. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're kind of getting into that stage of sex politics in the fandom, where we're trying to say we're not all about sex, but it's cool that we often are. I've, I've seen that because, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I know that 
can be there's almost this if at least the bit i know is like there's almost this west coast kind of east coast divide and mm -hmm. uh it, it i think it comes a lot from on top there's some organizers of certain fur events that do have their own you know feelings on the subject and that's the feelings that they are trying to you know it's like okay no this is what our culture should be you know mm -hmm. the way i feel about it and uh, yeah it makes some interesting discussions and uh you know if, if you're in the know you know you know you, you know the names that go with you know the people who are like no this is about being cool and being ourselves and having fun and this is about no it's just about dressing up in the suits and being mascots and you know and and in a nice public display right we, we should we should never show anything other than that to the public because <laughs> they'll just think the worst anyways and it's like a, um but you said i had a phrase in there mersuit is yep. now what i like yeah that's new to me is that more of a uh, a sexual, you know, a fursuit made for yeah. sex? Yeah, mersuit means a uh, fursuit that is intended for sex. And Got what it. that phrase itself means is there's typically a, um, I forget what it stands for, but we typically say SPH zipper. Uh, it means like secret and hidden or something like that, but it, it just means that there's like a zipper you can't see at first glance that can unlock the back or the front end <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like most mersuits aren't obviously mersuits uh even ones that have a dick on them the dicks are usually detachable so you wouldn't even know a mersuit if you saw it walking around a convention anyway um god that'd yeah, be a nice feature for just humans in general detachable penises exactly so much handier in some many ways <laughs> yeah i don't have a fursuit but i have a detachable furry penis and it's like magnetized to my refrigerator right now <laughs> handy yeah no i exactly i am reminded of an old joke that there are there are two types of fursuiters one says i spent several thousand dollars on this suit of course i don't fuck in it and on the other hand you have of course i fuck in this suit i spent several thousand dollars on it exactly exactly <laughs> Exactly. And I will say too, uh, we've talked a lot about furry, but I do want to say that Huff is uh, very open to pet players or even just general kink enthusiasts as well. I know I've been occasionally talking with Mr. Christopher about possibly doing one for him. So that'd be a really fun time uh, doing one based on his horse Sona. That'd mm -hmm. be a really fun time. <laughs> yeah, his draft horse. Yep. Uh, uh, puppy play, not puppy, uh, pony, pony play. Pony yeah. play. Yeah, no, it's it's amp that's the puppy. That's what that's right. why it's a dog and pony show when, when they're together. Exactly, exactly. Yes, a, a pony related one uh, would be nice. And and hey, I'm I'm backing this. I I want to I, I want to get a bottle of boar pits myself. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Wet wet dog and and fox. Eh, not my thing but armpits oh yes yes please <laughs> Ar armpits on on demand uh i yeah where how, 20 bucks plus shipping okay yep yeah that, that yep, works. It's not that bad uh <laughs> yeah. but i will say too that a uh, big perk of these perfumes or fragrances is that they are so versatile it's like as, as you will find out you could just apply this to your armpits as a kind of odorant and people could just get into that you can spritz them spritz it on your underwear if you wanted for people that are into bulge sniffing you could apply it to someone's ass while you're rimming them 
It's like, there's so many possibilities. You could treat this as basically a massage oil. It's like, you can make of this what you want. Yeah, I can see that you can use it during the actual sex play itself. But then also, just when you want to feel a little special or naughty going to the bar. Yes. You know, depending on how these smell. Or, you know, even a little dab behind your ears, you know, on your way into work. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. what is that smell? And it's like, it's, it's intriguing. And it's like, yes, it is. And I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the name or what it's about, but enjoy. It, it, it's werewolf. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> it, it, didn't you notice full moon coming up? So yeah, starting to smell like a werewolf already. Yep. Well, that's cool. So yeah, how far have you uh, been experimenting so far with the scents? Do you have prototypes? Of, you know, uh, I have. I have very loose prototypes. Uh, once, unfortunately, the way Kickstarter works, it's like. You don't get the money until after the Kickstarter ends. So I haven't been able to get much in the way of supplies yet, but I have the general ingredients for each of the perfumes. I don't have the exact chemical amounts of each oil I'm using yet. The um, recipes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that balancing will come out, uh, and the R&D will come out more uh, after the Kickstarter is over, okay. uh, which I'm excited well for. Well, it's funny because, I mean, you're actually using Kickstarter kind of the way it's intended, which is, I need the funds to do this project. Exactly. Whereas a lot of times it is seen as kind of a pre-order or a, oh, well, this has already been written and ready. We just, you know, it's even sent to the public, you know, it's even sent to the printers. We just needed numbers. Right. Which you can do if you are a successful company simply using Kickstarter as kind of a, a pre-order thing. Which right. some do, and it's like fair enough. But yeah, it's a, in its essence, it was like, eh, I've got this idea. I need money to actually make it a reality. People mm. give me money. Yeah, you may or may not see it, but <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, speaking of R and D in essence, to use your word, uh, there's actually one mersuiter. Uh, his name is Daddy Steele. He's a hyena mersuiter. He's actually investing in Omer to actually have a special perfume just based on his character that he will sell to his OnlyFans. Oh. Um, oh, is, he, it, is, is it carrion based? That'd be great. Oh, no, uh, pro probably not this time. Okay. That, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be fun to make, though. He'll, he'll get like a small percent of the profits. Our usual ones are like $20 plus shipping. His is going to be $25 plus shipping. He'll pocket the extra $5. And he's actually sending me a sweaty gym jockstrap of his for some R for some special R&D. So that'll be fun. <laughs> oh. got, got, gotta, gotta get the, the scent just right. You know. Exactly. It is cool. I mean, it does open up some lovely possibilities. I mean, the, you know, that is one of kind of the basic scents that we can, I mean, we don't ignore it in sex, but mm -hmm. it's usually just like, uh, you know, it's some things like, okay, it, yeah, you're kind of having to produce it on your own. It's like mm -hmm. you like the smell of pits. Well, okay, you use your own smell, but actually have something that, you know, also some people just aren't as musky as others. Right. And, you, you know, some people just aren't, you know, yeah, aren't that smelly, you know? So it's like, hey, you, you, <laughs> you can smell like the smelly, you know, smelly people now. It's like, if you want. <laughs> yep. But exactly. I mean, we all, well, I mean, we all, you know, do it in other ways too. It's like, oh, you're not a natural redhead. Okay, we have chemicals for that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How you 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 know all about all about that one, right? Yeah. I I, oh, I, yeah. I can I can tell. Yeah. You're 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 a that that's a natural red. 
you're wearing right now. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so natural. Uh, yeah. N natural is a bottle of bleach. Uh. <laughs> bleach is very natural. It's just chemicals. Everything comes from nature eventually. Um, exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, that's, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's cool that, I mean, I know you have a lot of other fingers and other pies, so to speak, mm -hmm. and I very do. busy. But when I saw this one, it's like, another thing it's like where do they find the time it's like gosh i'm, I'm barely able to keep up with just like one life let alone you know, multiples uh, yeah ha having having multiple persona to present to the world uh, it can get exhausting at times <laughs> yeah it definitely keeps me busy uh, i think a big part of it is that uh because of the way i was raised i really define self-value very problematically uh by productivity so it's like a lot of my hobbies and free time i try to spend finding ways to make things and if i can capitalize off it even better see i have the same feeling like if i'm not getting stuff done it's like okay you're just wasting time and you are worthless unlike you though i'm fundamentally lazy so <laughs> i'm not getting stuff done so that's just a vicious cycle of oh god you know Oh God! <laughs> well, you should see my dishes. <laughs> I, I I can understand that. Yeah, no, I I, I was in the same situation uh, until you know it's like the the place needed to be, you know, like I said, my apartment has three stages. It's like stranger ready, friend ready, self ready, and self ready is like okay, God, no one needs to see this. Friend right. is like okay, they've already judged me, they don't mind, and stranger ready would be like okay, this is there's, and that's why I never have people over. Well, uh, strangers. It's my apartment is months away from being stranger ready. So it's like, can you host? Nope. We should make uh, three different aromas based on those three stages. <laughs> oh, friends and strangers. It's like, uh, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you considered all the options Molly Maid has to offer. <laughs> stranger. <laughs> no, don't you? So, so you you'd have to to clean your place up before you feel comfortable having the cleaning crew show up. Um, I wouldn't want anyone to die under a pile of books. Yeah, I have almost. I've had books, stacks of books, fall upon me. I don't want to. You know, I wouldn't wish that on you know a stranger. Right. <laughs> yeah that that covers most of my questions. Uh, Lancey, Mike, you. You have uh, anything else? Uh, no, I had ask? all my questions that I was curious about are there. Um, you uh, you said uh, seasons. Um, is it just based on how well each phase does? How 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 uh, how long it will continue, or how often it will continue? Is it actually like a seasonal four times a year? Uh, in in theory, we, we will we will release uh, two seasons a year. In theory, we already do have the next season planned out. Uh, which we'll probably announce uh, late fall, probably. Um, and this is, of course, assuming the business does well. So if we uh, continue to make sales, we'll keep churning out uh, more models every half year. And it's kind of cool because, yeah, it's not something I've really, like I said, the, the most sexualized scent I've ever come across was basically leather. Right. And it's like, okay, so it's like, oh. But, yeah, it, it intrigues me and if if arcane is going for you know the boar one i i'll have to figure out you know which one or two i i need of the other ones to <laughs> ch check those out right excellent i'm excited cool 
it, right. it was something it was something cool and, and then when i heard that you know arcane had like rigged you in to uh actually be on here i was like oh cool i i can learn more about this <laughs> the kickstarter alone didn't tell me right well it's been it's been a pleasure being on here thank you so much for inviting me well, all you. right hal and i do once again want to say it is through kickstarter do a search for uh huff h-u-f-f and yeah it is already fully funded they have hit the 800 goal yeah now it's just a matter of getting more money in so you can do more of it and exactly absolutely all right so uh we will be back in just a moment a hairy prone companion is supported by the butters hygienics company at getthebutters.com where you can get 15 percent off your order and free domestic shipping when you use promo code harry that's h-a-i-r-y at checkout and we want to talk about this week's featured product the gold silk premium styling gel with jojoba argon and shea butter it is a pliable clean drying flake free styling gel infused with the power of shea argon olive hemp seed castor jojoba pomegranate and rosemary is the best most natural looking styler you have ever tried and i have actually tried this stuff um yeah it it's part uh leave-in conditioner part uh hair gel medium hold uh, i it has allowed me to add some shape and style to my my haircut that was last done by my husband uh, <laughs> so it's a little little shaky it goes in i just put um put a bit of it on my palm melt it up a bit run it through my hair and then uh brush into place and yeah it works works wonders for my hair um feel it getting softer and staying in place so yeah i recommend this uh you can get a four ounce jar of the gold silk hair gel for only eight dollars again at getthebutters.com be sure to use promo code harry that's h-a-i-r-y for 15 percent off and free domestic shipping and we're back yay Yay. Yeah, it's one of those things. I've been a bad boy and I have not, you know, ordered from our sponsor yet, but I'm going to. (laughs) I need to. But, you know, it's just like when you have a fuck buddy that you rarely need, you know, lube for because he just has such a, you know, accommodating ass. Uh, You know, it's one of those things. Well, I mean, sometimes it's not about needing the lube. It's about enjoying the, the different sensations. So... Oh, the sensations are very enjoyable already. So, <laughs> um, which I mean does kind of lead into gossip. Uh, Do gossip. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I had a lovely uh, uh, this well two days ago now. So Friday, I just had a lovely get together with my you know fuck friend. Um, we were supposed to do it the week before, but it's just like that was just too busy. Like I just did not have time. You know, I you talk about you know getting the apartment. You know, kind of good enough for even friends to see it and mm-hmm. it wasn't there and the the irony is that then came friday came around that we would have gotten together and it turns out i did have time that night but i used it for cleaning the apartment and doing laundry <laughs> which <laughs> I need to do. but no that you know it's like i just yeah and i also i just wasn't in a good headspace that week and 
work had been very busy. Uh, so then it's like, oh, let's do it the next Friday. It's like, sounds good. And he's like, well, I have something in mind. And it's like, ooh. So uh, basically, he wanted to try out a bit of role play, as in he wanted to be the dominant. And it's like, okay, I, let's you be a, a dummy bottom, and I'll be a submissive top, and we'll see how it goes. You know, it was different. My, my trouble is I'm just, yeah, too too much of a like a director myself it's like okay i want to do this i want to do that and it's like okay but that's not my call to make i'm like and it's like (laughs) i I, at this point i feel like i should just be doing this and it's like and just basically like having to take my cues from someone else or feeling like okay don't change things up big unless someone tells you it's like it's it wasn't you know, like I said, it's not something I do often, so it took a, a bit of getting used to, and I, I'm still wondering. Um, I didn't really have a chance to, you know, um, it was it was a fucking hot session uh, because I basically just started fucking him, and he almost came without touching himself. Oh, wow. So now we have a new goal. Oh, yeah, it was intense, and it was really damn close. And it's like, oh. And then, um, but then uh, we ended up talking. Uh, the... And I didn't, I was going to say, okay, let's get a critique of this. How, how did, how was it for you? Blah, blah, blah. These are my feelings. And like, let's discuss this. I uh, didn't really do that because, well, and this is all my own fault. I <laughs> found out that drugs and sex do not mix. Oh, well, I just popped an edible, like, you know, oh, <laughs> about 15 minutes before he showed up because I was like, oh, I, I like to, I need to relax. It's been a busy week. Oh, maybe a glass of wine or something. It's like, oh, I have one edible left from the ones I bought months ago. It's like, okay, let's see what it's like. And um, yeah, what it was like was, I don't think it was really kicking in during the sex because I took it and then he was there and then we fucked. But it was like in the kind of afterglow, it was like, I was just very mellow. And it's like, oh, I'm getting tired and I'm getting just too like lazy (laughs) for a second round and you know and you know i was keeping up with the conversation i was worried also it's like am i making sense when i talk you know am i being cogent and sticking on topic with you know what we're talking about for the most part i'm like i think i am but i am definitely feeling something and the something i was feeling like you know i'm I'm not really ready to get hard and just start fucking again for you know another half an hour or hour and so it's like oh okay so now i know it's like no do not mix pot with uh fucking because it's like okay it just gets in the way it's not it's not a performance enhancement drug <laughs> now he said he like you know for him it's like you know he said like it makes him horny and it's like oh that's cool but you know i don't need to be made horny when a hot guy is going to be coming over so so yeah that's something i learned about myself it's like yeah no just keep it separate also i just realized usually when i'm when i've done it with these edibles it's just been when I've been home alone chilling and that seems to be the time to do it. Like not when I'm being social, I, when I'm with other people, I want to be on point. I want to be on my game, you know, sexually, but I also want to be on my game conversationally and right. be, uh, you know, just be, you know, sharp enough mentally to follow conversation and to contribute. So it's like, Oh no, no, this is not something to be used when I'm going to be around other people, you know, <laughs> So, but it was something to learn. Also, you know, the, being, you know, uh, submissive, it's like, oh, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's something I could do, like I said, something I could do with him because, you know, we've, you know, there's already an establishment of trust and, you know, and it's like, to me, it's like, well, this is just role play. 
And it's like, because, you know, in my heart of hearts, I'm just too much of a, not even a dom. It's just more of a arrogant jerk who believes that his way is the right way. <laughs> why, why can't people just listen to me and do it the right way, which is the way I said to do it. And yeah, unfortunately that, that personality is in there. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. But no, it was a, it was a, it was a fun time. And I just, you know, like I said, I wish I had been, well, also not wiped out from work and also, you know, but the good news on the work front is things are still, well, that's not the good news. The, the, <laughs> bad news, good news. the bad news is, yeah, we have another big project coming in this week. That's just going to be hellish. And so, and also I've just, there's a new piece of equipment I'm trying to get down and I just don't have the time. So the good news is once I do have that new piece of equipment down, it should automate a lot of what I have to do here. And also it's a bit more, it's a newer way of doing some of the tests. So it's a bit more easy to train people on and have other people be able to do it. And uh, it's looking like, it's like, okay, I'm more than ready just to be a nine to fiver and actually have evenings and weekends and be able to take vacations because I do not, I get a stupid amount of vacation a year and I just don't make use of it. And it's like, that needs to fucking change. And I think with, uh, you know, being fully vaccinated and thinking about travel plans, it's like, yeah, I need a lifestyle change where I actually go and, uh, you know, do a bit more travel and see people or see things or do stuff. And it's like, yep. So uh, that's on the horizon and, uh, that's hopeful. So uh, who knows, maybe, uh, maybe we could both end up on the train to, uh, IML in November. Uh, that could be fun. I have had an interesting and productive time uh, since we last spoke. I met up with my pig. I was able to use my electro plug connected to my electro box on him, uh, which was the the first time I've been able to put those two toys together. (laughs) Um, I've used the plug by itself just as a plug, but because of my usual setup for beating off, I'm usually sitting down in a chair and the way the leads go in that what doesn't work well. Um, so you pretty much just used it as a butt plug. Right. A, a, as no a, electro had, to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Using it on myself. I, it's a very pleasant and pleasantly heavy metal butt plug. Um, and I've enjoyed it as that. Um, but yeah, ha- hadn't had a chance to use it in the electro mode, but you know, I said to my pig, Hey, I, I've got this. You want to give it a try? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm game for this. So yeah, looped it up, shoved it in, turned it on. And I could see when it was firing hmm. because uh, he would tense and pull the plug further into him uh, with every stimulation. I was like, Ooh, that's interesting. And yeah, was able to, yeah. Cranked up the power. Uh, quite a bit and he enjoyed it at a higher level and then I started working the speed and yeah I could see it moving in and out faster and then I went one click too far and so the cycle of the box ended up being faster than the cycle of his muscle Mm -hmm. Um, so the muscle never got to fully relax and that's when he said ow 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 I'm like okay nope dial it back Mm -hmm. So, um, and from that, I, I was inspired. I'm like, 
I I need I need to get this in me hmm. when energized. And I had that opportunity to do so because Sling Bear had a day off. And I'm like, and he's like, hey, I would like some gentle touching. And I'm like, I, I would like to gently touch you. A- and could we, you know, could I also hop in your sling and put the plug in and so that I can give it a feel? And oh my word. Uh I what fun, definite tingle to it. But yeah, I need oof that oh that yeah, it 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 knocked the English right out of me, let's put it that way. Even, even remembering it. Um <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of thing that short circuits your brain. Um so yeah, I I need to figure out a way to position myself, uh, or I need to, you know, buy a sling um, <laughs> for my office uh, so I can hop in and enjoy it that way. Um, but yeah, that that was a, a whole lot of fun ha- having my whole worked and yeah, feeling the tingle, feeling the contraction of it, mm-hmm. and you know, basically fucking myself with it. Yeah, and seeing the the progress of Sling Bear's dungeon, and yeah, we tested out his um, his inflatable pool that has a slow leak in it. Um, so we blew it up with as much pressure as it could handle, and listened and felt around to see can we find a leak because it it ends up going down by itself, mm-hmm. and there was nothing obvious. My suggestion was. You know, maybe if we got a bottle of bubbles and poured that uh, on the inflatable part, we might be able to see bubbles forming to see where the leak is. But beyond that, I'm like, it's staying up pretty well just for, you know, the the half hour, hour that we were investigating it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you blow it up before a play session, should be fine you don't really keep that sort of thing inflated. You want to deflate it before you stick it in the washing machine anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we figured uh, that that would be that. And so hopefully once, uh, once more uh, associates have gotten the second shot and have been two weeks as of recording uh, sling bear is currently nine days out from his second shot. And yeah, I get my second shot sometime next week. Got a, work that out with um, my employment um, once once I figure out when that schedule is, because all I know is the schedule of Monday. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, I, I will have that. And then, yeah, in two more weeks, I will be fully vaccinated. And yay. Yay. I can go back to, oh, <laughs> first Friday, um, which I didn't attend. No, but there were attendees, it turns there, out. There, there were first. attendees. Um, Doc there was there. Yeah, friends yeah. of the show were there to you know, you know, it's like okay, we're we're, we're gonna make this happen. It's a little scary when out of the blue, you get a text message from your doctor saying, "Are you all right?" Like what? Huh? Yeah, because I mean, I'd been doing my own thing. I hadn't been on Facebook, which was where mm-hmm. he posted it. Um, so yeah, just just to get that message saying, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "I'm fine." I think, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was a little disconcerting, but, but 
Oh, is yeah, that because I, you weren't out there on first Friday? Right. Yeah. That, oh, cause, yeah. Yeah, because usually I'm the first one there. Usually I'm. That's right. And if I'm he had, if he hadn't heard the the episode where we talked about how we're skipping it, yes, it'd be like, well, they were here last time, and where are they now? It's like, why why are they missing this? They never miss this. And it's like, well, we're missing it because Michigan. Uh, yeah, be, yeah, because Michigan. But Michigan's a hotbed of uh, yeah. Anyone who's not listening to this around the time uh yeah our covid cases are a bit out of control here and we even though you know you like you said you weren't fully fully vaccinated and i was almost tempted to go myself just like okay i'm fully vaccinated let's just see but then um i work you know work's been you know i was here at work till very late and i'm like okay and you know bars close at 11 so it's like oh so it's like oh no i'm it's too late so yeah i mean i'm i'm looking at covidactnow.org looking at the map and Michigan is the only state that's still red. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, everyone else is orange or yellow. Um, there's one green, which is the Marianas Islands. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of orange, a lot of yellow and yeah, just Michigan sticking out like an inflamed mitten and uh, it's depressing. But it the, the numbers are still going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, da- daily cases have moved down from 80 to 30. And uh, yeah, w- we still have, uh, you know, each, each person is still infecting less than one other person. So cool. things are getting better, but yeah, we're not well, there yet. Yes. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, yeah, the, the the plans for this summer, it's like I want to, you know, hit camping at least a couple times. Uh, and that, you know, that's about it. Other events, like, you know, I have no idea of, you know, DBC or Mavericks or any of the other groups, you know, what what their right. timetable is for kind of getting back in the saddle. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. And, but I know I feel confident, you know, in being vaccinated that, yeah, when things do start up again, and especially if it's all you know, uh, you know, CDC approved, I'm like, yep, I'm, I'm ready for events again. All right. And uh, speaking of camping and events, um, coming up uh, May 14th through the 16th, so just after this podcast goes live, is the Fetish Weekend uh, at CRC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, even if it's even if it ends up being chilly, um, as long as I'm not completely knocked out by the second dose, I- I'm probably going to go. You know, I might be there. You know, if it's cold, I'll be there in my full leathers because <laughs> that's pleasantly warm. Are you going uh, for the weekend or just day pass? No, just 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 a day pass. Okay. Uh, I don't. I still do not have um, any real camping gear mainly because there's no good place in my apartment to store it during the off season. Who knows? Maybe with this job, that's paying a a good chunk more money than the previous one. I might look into uh, hopping on the property ladder, see, see what I can do with a, you know, 15 year mortgage and, Hmm. you know, get a place with a basement uh, and a backyard. (laughs) Uh, well, good luck. Um, yes, it's it's a it's a seller's market right now. So, yeah, and that that's the main one. Um, yeah, upcoming events. Otherwise, yes, uh, first Friday we'll be back on first Friday in June. 
Um, it's like June, be, June the 4th, 4th. I think. Yes, yep. June 4th. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm looking to yeah hit CRC some more. And I'm feeling better now about doing one of the fetish weekends in Chicago mm. um, in November, uh, either IML or MIR. Uh, I don't think I'd have the energy to do both. And, and of course, it, that also depends on what my work schedule ends up being. But yeah, I, you know, I might even be able to do it just as a day trip if I uh, go to uh, travel to and from Battle Creek, because they've got multiple trains in and out of there. And that's not that much of a drive. Um, yeah, so things are looking up. Cool. And um, yeah, hopefully we can have a kinkier 2021 than our 2020 was. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, the Sewers of Paris, Gish, Linoleum Knife, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night. <laughs>